Welcome to Fireside. When we talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than Fireflies. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we get choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my was power, earth you with features. Neither listen by weekly or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. Are there ninjas? So relax and lie back as we start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comic facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti. And with me is at least somebody other than baby Huey P. Features. Hello, Internet. Oh, thank God. That sounds wonderful. No offense, baby Huey. It's been, a, it's been an honor to have you with me by my side through these last couple of weeks. Where it's just been the Huey and Menti show. Huey, how are you? Beep you. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. That's, That's fair. intro. That's fair. Oh, okay. <laughs> Baby Huey is the only reason that we had a show for the last two weeks. So all, all the, uh, the admiration I can throw his way, because without Baby Huey, I, it would have just been me. would have just been me just saying, so stuff happened in comics, I hope everybody cares. Well, then you literally talking to yourself. It that's exactly what it would have been, and nobody wants to nobody hear that. Nobody wants that. Nobody does. So, Not at all. So, uh, Mr. P Features, since it's been like a month <laughs> since you've been on, you've been, uh, you've been going through some, some ish on your side. What's, what's been happening? Uh, well, yeah, close to about a month ago, believe it or not, Ripley's, um, <laughs> Spider-Man actually had a fight with Electro right in my neighborhood, and he kind of blew the power grid out. Jamie Foxx? Jamie Foxx. I kid you not. And, uh, he blew the power grid out, and unfortunately, you know, we're still trying to recover. Uh, we have flashes of power here and there. The uh, internet still is a little shaky, you know. I'm here, trying to, trying to, trying to get it done. So, hello, internets. Hello, firesiders. Happy to uh, share my voice with you again. All right, features. You have to do me a favor and give me the best impression of a Peter Parker born and raised in Philadelphia. <laughs> well, I, I don't know, Mister Minty. It's <laughs> I can't what, do it. what was what? that? <laughs> what was that? I was thinking. weird. I, I I got like this shaky Tom Holland voice thing with I I don't know. It's weird. I can't do it. Wow. He, he would be the Spider John. Spider John. Spider John. <laughs> He'd be the Spider John. He'd be dead ass. Oh jeez. <laughs> the dead ass Spider John. That might be the name of this issue. Dead ass Spider John. <laughs> the, the dead ass Spider John. Uh, Mauer is still with late shift. Um, he's, he's like running late shift right now. It's, so yeah, he he has become late shift. Yes, <laughs> like he is legitimately late shift with everything going on with COVID and the fires in California and stuff. He's just been. It's. It, I feel bad for the man. He doesn't really seem to to leave. I tell you guys that uh, late shift was a toxic relationship. That's why. Uh, we we don't we don't mix. But he's all. It also seems like he's slowly becoming like the Venom symbiote. He's just kind of f- takes you over. <laughs> Hasn't he always done that though? So he's just like he so just now. You? It, so now it, you know Mauer's the new Codex. <laughs> That's oh, the, the, I don't think I could have made a nerdier comic book joke. You have to really be in, in the know of comics recently to get that joke. So sorry, Codex. 
Wow, do I even go to say Venom's son? <laughs> do I even? Never mind. I'm not even going to try to explain that joke. Uh, uh, but it's going to be fun to say this. If you're new around here, it's the Wednesday show, and that's where we're going to talk about the what features. The new news. I love the dramatic pause. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, but to be fair, since uh, since features power is still going in and out, um, and we're still not back up to 100%, this is going to be another week where we just have today's show. So today's show will be a little longer uh, to, co- to compensate for that, but don't. Uh, there won't be a Saturday or a Friday or a Saturday show. because We're really overcompensating. Is- yep. <laughs> yep. That's the name. That's the other name of this issue. <laughs> The Spider John overcompensating. I'm going to get a text Wednesday morning. What did we say we're going to call the show again? Probably. Probably. Every time I'm setting this up, yes. I'm always like, I never remember what we say. But that's because we say it like seven or eight times throughout the show. That's the name. Yeah, we start like writing this stuff down. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of things to talk about. So we really don't need a, a topic to try and fill time to give you a, at least a, a full hour's worth of content here. There's plenty of news. Uh, but I don't know if you've noticed over the last five years, we're pretty good at talking. So if it comes to it, I think we got this. But let's jump into comics like we always do. There's no point in doing our clickbaity titles. <laughs> there's just there's enough to talk about. And uh, why don't we start off with, with a company we don't talk about much. Let's talk about Valiant for a second. Um, They're still okay. around? If, if they, not only are they still around, they're still the fourth largest uh, shared universe. That's crazy. It's fourth, right? No, they're third. Aren't they third? They're third. Uh, probably third I by now. I think they might be third because- uh, I don't think it's by now. I, I think, think they've always been. They have been larger than Image, I think, as far as the connected universe goes. But they I never think. really- Image, Image connected universe was, was kind of shaky to begin with. And, then yeah. they, and they gave up on that real fast. Where Valiant has always been a connected universe with Bloodshot and all. We saw the Bloodshot movie. We know there's more Valiant um, stuff on the way. And uh, what we're talking about today, uh, today is them releasing a new Harbinger number one. And Harbinger is one of their flagship titles. Harbinger is a pretty important title to them. It was first came around in the ni- in 1990s, early 90s. It is the third largest. Third largest. I yeah. wonder, uh, We should probably, that would be a fun like, uh, topic issue. The, mm-hmm. the 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 connected universes that aren't comics, like who if who's got the biggest connected universe? If you take into account all, like for example, um, Quentin Tarantino's Miller-verse. universe. Well, Quentin Tarantino. Oh yeah, Quentin well, Tarantino's off, huge. I would, I, I want to say this about Quentin Tarantino's universe. It's it's so connected, but it draws on so many different. You would need cable to put it all together in the perfect sequence. Sure. Because it involves time travel. Well, so does well, okay. Let's take another one then. Um, uh, Stephen King. Mm. You would. Uh, hmm. That'll make wow. your head explode. <laughs> how all that's, those books are connected? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like hell, he caused he caused in the fictional world caused his real car accident to happen that that almost killed him in real life. If you go through the continuity of his, his shared universe. That's how that's, wild his shared universe crazy. gets. Yeah. It gets so meta that he almost killed himself in real life in his shared universe. Anyway, this, this, is, a, this is a ramble and a topic for another time. <laughs> we got to write these down for when everyone comes back and we, we just have, you know, What's back What's the one catalog. idea we had about six months ago uh-huh, we exactly. said we were going to do? <laughs> exactly. Um, if we're going to do that, we would definitely need, like, expertise on, like, Stephen King's universe. Well, we probably bring in. Uh, let's bring in Mr. Hergood for that. Mr. Her, that's mm. Mr. other than video yeah. games. The unknown thing about Mr. Felix Hergood from the Emerging Gamer podcast is that he collects first editions of Stephen King books. 
Does he really? Mm. Yes, he does. Um, but let's get back into Harbinger. Uh, Harbinger was at, is, is a, a telepathic, telekinetic, uh, psionic abilities kind of book, right? Like Jean Grey-ish. Okay. Um, but it's a team-based book. But essentially the Harbinger is somebody who can, uh, who's got, the original Harbinger was somebody who had like mass psionic abilities and was able to pull that ability out of others and uh, was the Omega Harbinger, so to speak. Um <laughs> Just throw Mega in front of it. Just Omega. Yeah, it's the Omega Harbinger. But anyway, uh, there was the Harbinger Foundation that did some some shady things, but this is going to focus on another Harbinger who kind of rivaled the first one, who's uh, Peter Stanchik. Peter Stanchik's going to be the main protagonist of this book, who uh, uh, very much like the original Harbinger was able to... Uh, not only have those psionic abilities and can pull them out at will, where the other ones needed, other harbingers needed like stress to pull out their abilities. They had to be under a lot of stress. Very similar to like when mutants would would uh, get their mutant powers for the first time. Mm-hmm. They would need to be under that kind of stress, or like the Hulk has to be angry for the Hulk to show up. They had to be under stress to pull it off, where he could do it at will, uh, and he could also pull that a power out of other people. So if he recognized the, the Harbinger ability dormant in somebody, he can go and awaken that. Um, so it's going to be a very character-driven story. It's something to be on the lookout for because there is a movie in development with Paramount. So this might be worth picking up because it's a it's a jumping off point. It's to get readers introduced and familiar with the Harbinger universe and really the the Valiant universe uh, to mm. piggyback off what we got with Bloodshot and Vin Diesel. Um, so I, I would say this is one to go out and pick up because if if they're releasing a comic before they've you know a lot of the movie has been worked on a lot of that's also probably because of COVID that we didn't get this a little bit sooner. Um, but the fact that they're releasing this number one and, and in a way to bring in new readers and new audience, it would lead me to believe this is the book that the movie is going to be based on. That would be interesting. Um, Do you especially think- since, and I, I would like to see if they're going to like, how, like if they do the film, how they'll incorporate the original Harbinger and the newer one, because I don't, I feel like you, you can't, just simply do the new guy without the older guy just because the uh the original harbinger pretty badass but also a shaky character as far as what you would what you would call good or bad what was it to- um, toya 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 toy what was it toy something toy something i almost, I almost said toya 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 toying but no um <laughs> toying around <laughs> wow that's toying around that was the most shameless plug ever <laughs> Uh, but his his original like when he created the Harbinger Foundation, that was that was a presence that was felt through all of the Valiant books, so, and that corporation foundation kind of again appeared to be on up and up, but was was almost a front for a lot of shady things aside from him finding other Harbingers. But he was doing a lot of stuff on the on the the back end of things that probably made made him hated amongst the, that hero community too. If I sure. can remember the little bit that I can remember about it. So. Well, and I and uh, Peter's Peter Stanchik's character has done some pretty shady things in the past as well. And the writers of this new book said that it would be dishonest of them to just ignore that part of his life. So they are going to address the fact that this is a redemption story. So with uh, with the movies and with um, you know, it's going to be actually when you think about Vin Diesel's movie, it didn't make that much money. Like it didn't do poorly, but it didn't do great either. So I wonder if this is like another relaunch or if it is going to connect to Vin Diesel's movie in the first place. I think the star power wise to keep Vin Diesel involved, it would be a smart move. 
Oh, I, I think so. I'm sorry, what are you saying? I'll say they'll probably connect, uh, connect it at the end. Just tie everything into it. I kind of hope they don't. I kind of hope we just get a we get a Bloodshot movie, we get a Harbinger movie, we get a Ninjak movie, and then uh, maybe a Faith movie, and then at the end, bring everybody together. You could do a little well, tease a la Iron Man 1 at the, the end. The Avengers formula is just so proven to give little, yeah, little, 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 throw little, little Easter little eggs in the like background. You, you, have, you have Vin show up at the end or something. But, do, but don't, don't force Vin Diesel into the movie. Just Correct, give yeah. us a good Harbinger story, and then later on, give us a full Valiant Universe movie. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Uh, but I, I think I, I would have to watch it again. But I feel like Harbinger, if not mentioned in Bloodshot, was there the the logo for it was in there. If I remember correctly, I have to watch it again because again, like I said, Harbinger, that foundation wasn't just in one spot. It it took it it took course in in all of Valiant books. It was probably the main connecting source, kind of like how uh. What's that company that's all in all the Marvel movies? Not, oh, Ro- not Roxxon. Roxxon. Yeah. Yeah. It's Harbinger is kind of like how Roxxon is for for the Marvel for the MCU. Are they Roxxon or are they Aim? Ooh. I would say Harbinger is more like Aim, but with actual people with powers. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, this is the most we've talked about Valiant besides doing a bloodshot. We did well. We did a breakdown episode on them. Yes, we did. Um, but I'm surprised that we went like you know good ten minutes on that. I figured that would be a throwaway. But hey, kudos. That means we're interested. <laughs> and it come, so this, this book comes out next uh, next summer. So it's worth. It's wor- it, to me. It's worth picking up because there's a potential that it could it not only could be important to the future story that you're getting prepped for that movie, but it could have some some monetary value as well. So I'd say that's that's one to 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 put on the the pull list. Uh, all right, baby Huey, tell me what's going on with um, House of or um, X of Swords or Ten of Swords or however Jonathan Hickman wants to to word this. <laughs> all all the swords in the world. All the swords. Uh, for anybody unaware, it's a crossover book for all of the X Men titles where any of the characters who were given swords essentially at some point in their publication are all kind of merged together in this story. Yeah, uh, I don't care. Yeah, you care? I don't care either. I don't about care the, about this whole. I want to say I care, but I don't care. Yeah, I looked at him. Eh. But anyway, we got our first casualty that because of this. Spoiler <laughs> that, alert! Yeah, spoiler alert. Uh, I don't even actually care about this to be honest with you. <laughs> um, uh, so let's we, throw away who died. Let's just let's just get it out of the way. Rock slide. Oh, cool. Let me guess. Rocks, rocks like can control rocks. Sure, <laughs> and and he's like avalanche, but they call him rock slide. I'm assuming. Uh, he's made of rocks, so uh, but he's on the new uh, new mutants team, and supposedly he's a fan favorite. <laughs> I guess if you're a, fa- a fan favorite of new mutants, I mean, if there's new like if you're yeah, I mean, here's like it's the same way as like saying Larflees is is a fan favorite of the Green Lantern. You know what I mean? So I mean, if look, you're not every, every character has some fans, right? Regardless. So if you're not a big Green Lantern fan, you're gonna go, "Who the hell's Larflees?" But if you're into Green Lantern, you're like, "Yeah, dude, that guy's awesome." So there's probably some some Rock Slide fans out there going, "No, Kill, not best. Rock Slide. What, what are we gonna do with with Mini Thing? We lost Mini Thing, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, so basically, he he died, and I guess there's a there's a time time frame that you need to wait before you bring somebody back and professor x said screw that we're gonna bring them back 
and he showed up and he's not himself. He's more zombie-ish like. It, that's that's the so, whole, uh, you know what? Kudos to Jonathan Hickman for putting it into the lore about how many times X-Men characters have died and come back. But the downside about putting it into the lore and like making it an actual thing, making resurrection so important, this goes back to when, remember, what was it, the second or third issue when, when Professor X got shot in the face? Yeah. Well, hell, the yeah. first issue of, what was it, House of Ten, it was a House of Ten, Powers of X? And the I first issue of that. Uh, which, which was the one, was there was one that would told the future story, one that was more grounded. What it doesn't really matter. That was when, Powers of Ten. When they all died, would, when all the X-Men died, right, in the first issue, and then they all came back in the very next issue? Yeah, yeah Gene and Wolverine and Cyclops all died. And then, and then Professor X gets shot in the face, and they yeah. bring him back, and you're just like, well, I no longer care if you kill someone. So, like, Rockslide? Couldn't care less. Could, not only do I not really care about, you know, many, many thing, but <laughs> I also don't care that he came back and that he's not himself because you could kill him and bring him back again. <laughs> Possibly. Like, yeah. any way you cut it. Well, here's the thing about that. As, as little as we know about Rockslide, I think that's why his death is, makes things a little bit spicier because then now we're experiencing that there's probably, there's complications with bringing people back too soon or not within a certain time period or whatever. So this, this adds a, a, it, a, another element to it now. Sure. It's just another arbitrary rule. I mean, the, the, the sad truth is you, you, you took stakes away. Like what? So what? So somebody dies and I, what, I wait a week and you come back. Okay. <laughs> well, well, uh, that's also under the condition that nothing happens to the main, I think it's five mutants that are actually responsible or needed for the resurrection process sure but still <laughs> like it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't change much like at least with the tony stark resurrection method we know it's only once so that means every character gets one for now yeah <laughs> for every character gets once so if you die and you come back you get that's it you're done after that so at least that like after spider man you know what it's like it's like they should just give them the, the in the remake of jumanji where they all have the three line tattoos to let them know how many yeah. lives they have. Oh, yeah, yeah, Every yeah. Marvel character should just have the three lines now. <laughs> and that's just how we know how many times they're allowed to come back. At least give us something. Maybe a, maybe like a life bar above their head, like a video game, to let me know how many well, re restarts they have. So they, get before so they can get extra lives. Yeah, before someone puts a quarter in, gives, <laughs> gives them another three. Well, I think um, you got to blame most of this on Jean Grey. I'm blaming it on Marvel. Blame <laughs> on Superman. I mean, that's true. It is super, it's, honestly, it is Superman's fault more than anybody else. Uh, but Rockslide has actually been around since uh, 2003. So, I mean, he's been around for a while. A lot longer than I thought he was. <laughs> uh, Go get him, baby thing. Yeah. <laughs> or or not, not, you didn't do a very good job, actually. Apparently. Well, he got him all right. I don't, look, I, I know nothing about this. And I, I was, you know, it's funny. When they first mentioned uh, House of Swords or... Ten of Swords, whatever this is called. I was excited when, when we first started. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, what? Nope, don't even do it. I'm not. I'm not going down this rabbit hole with him. Let's not. Let's not even do it. Um, it's yeah. I love that meme that says 2020. Go ahead and pronounce it Sword if you want to. <laughs> Go nuts with everything going on. Sure, it's we'll Sword. We'll it's it. Sword. Why not? <laughs> um, but point being is, there's some stuff happening in these X Men books that it doesn't seem like have any real long term. Um, right now it's repercussions. It's throw yeah. it against the wall, see what sticks. Yep, and that's, that's what it is right now. 
So, all right, let's let's move on from there to another death that probably isn't going to stick, uh, which reminds me a lot like when I spent $60 because Donatello from the Ninja Turtle died. <laughs> You're going to go buy his the, book now, right? The Mentee? very next issue comes right back. Let's talk about, uh, spoiler, let me just start with that for Justice League Dark uh, number 26, so spoiler alert. Uh, but we got to talk about the Upside Down Man, who is creepy as hell. He's from the Dark Multiverse. And he, oh, I don't even know how to, how do you even describe him? He looks like a horror movie character. Like, he's, he looks like he could have a whole horror a white, movie series. His whole body's Rag white. Man. No, no, he's worse than Ragman. It's, it's a white head with, with teeth. But his face is like, but the mouth is upside down. Was it upside down? Yeah, the mouth is upside I'm down. Look at that again. Uh, it's really, he's really, really creepy looking. It uh, is very creepy. Um, but anyway, he's, uh, he's been given the Justice League Dark, the business, um, Regardless, the whole book is about belief and that magic really b- relies on belief in other realities and other planes of existence for it to be powerful. Think of like why Pennywise was able to die in the second one where they, if they didn't believe that he was nothing more than just the clown, the baby, remember if they did, like once they started yelling at him and he started deflating and getting smaller, it's very similar to say if you believe in magic, it really is what gives it its power. So... Zatanna and and um and Detective Chimp and and Constantine they make they make this bubble of of magical energy to uh, protect themselves. And good old Constantine talks about how belief is the important part and decides to take a step outside of that protective bubble. And the moment he does, he gets speared through the chest with an energy beam. And uh, yeah, loses yeah, I'm consciousness. In the bubble. He didn't. He should have stayed in the bubble. <laughs> Should have stayed in the bubble. But right before this, uh, what was it? Zandu, Madam Zandu, the the was it the the isn't that the, like that bar place that they go to? Yes. Um anyway, she was doing a tarot reading to try and figure out what the future is. Uh, and she pulled she asked him to pull the card, but he never actually gets a chance to pay attention to the card that he pulls, and Constantine pulls the death card. And she was saying that somebody's gonna end up sacrificing their life uh to you know to to quell this threat. But uh yeah, I don't think it's gonna be Constantine, I really think that a lot of people are going to buy this book thinking that it's the death of John Constantine, and it's not because it's just Justice League Dark number 26. I feel like if they were really going to kill off Constantine, it would be a much bigger deal. I feel like issue 50. Well, not yeah, even issue he's 50. wildly popular right now. Yes. It, w- it would be like the death of Superman. Like There'd be ads about this. Like It would be a big deal. Uh, I, mean, when, I feel like I feel You like don't think there'd be a YouTube video? Popular. Mm, it wouldn't be that big. John Constantine? He's too popular. He's too popular for him to just die. Yeah, I disagree with you, baby Huey. I, John John Constantine's too big of a character for them to just kill off he randomly. Superman big. I mean, he's well, no one's Superman big, but he's he's pretty high up. I mean, I'd say he's top ten DC characters. Top ten. Yeah, easily. And right now, I'd put him up higher than a lot of modern characters. I'd put him higher than Green Lantern. Uh, what other Green Lantern books are coming out that's a value? Where John Constantine's got rumors for new movies coming. John Constantine's got TV shows coming for HBO Max. John Constantine's got, already on multiple show TV coming. shows. Well, sure, but John yeah, Constantine possibly, has possibly had Green, a TV show. Possibly and Green a movie. Lan- and possibly Green Lantern appearing in, in uh, the Snyder Cut. So you're talking about possibly, and I'm talking about these are the facts that we know. <laughs> 
that John Constantine right now has got more going for him than Green Lantern because not only of Legends of Tomorrow, um, but also talking the original Matt Ryan TV show. We already know that the popularity and cult status of the Keanu Reeves movie. Keanu Reeves saying he would come back. I mean, we've talked about Constantine more recently. There are some people that like the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern. <laughs> there are some people who like the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't get your defense there. Well, the, 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 cult, the cult status of it. That's not cult. There's nowhere near cult status of Constantine. Stop it. I'm you looking, stop it. I'm looking for straws You're here. trying to be devil's advocate. I'm looking for straws. Sure, thank you for making the show entertaining, but no. <laughs> um, all right, Listen, let's... Go ahead. When, when, the lead, when the lead character for a movie films another movie and kills himself for taking that role... <laughs> There's no, there's no cult following yeah. for that. <laughs> That's good point. Good point. Um, so I think this is non-news, but I guess we'll find out with the next issue. So check out. Yeah, uh, he'll be back. Yeah, he'll be back. There's no way he he's gonna because again, this is all about like believing in reality. So he could just be faking his death. I mean, like even the the final panel there, it looks like he got a little smirk on his face. Well, so, so I think fine. this is going to be nonsense news, but we don't know for sure. But what I've got some nonsense news for you. Are you ready for this? Frank Franklin Richards. Yes, he's got an X Men. Yeah. He's got an X Men costume. Okay, like the classic, the the yellow and the blue one. Yay! He's 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 uh, back. He's back to the X Men. He's Generation X time again. Remember that? So, remember so, when so Franklin he's got Richards the trainer suit on? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but remember back when Franklin Franklin Richards was working with the mutants? Not Gen- really. Yeah. Generation I, X. I don't remember this. Gen yeah. X. Yeah, this was before this was before Onslaught. Because remember he was so powerful in those books in the Power Pack and and uh, Power Pack going into Gen X, they didn't know what the hell to do with him. Like he just became the MacGuffin for everything. Which is part of the reason why how uh, why the Onslaught series happened is because you had this one character who could literally just snap everything away and they're like, "All right, well, what the hell do we do with him? Let's have him be the god of the next universe essentially." <laughs> with pretty Heroes much, Reborn. Pretty much was, yeah. Um, right. So, but I, 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 I didn't hate Heroes Reborn. Wow, not many people say that. That's when we got that crazy Hawkeye with the the Wolverine looking costume with the swords on either end of his bow. Cap was working for Shield, had the Shield logo on his head. Yes, he did. And Liefeld made a huge Liefeld made bust of him. Yeah, <laughs> the, that the Liefeld and, era, and, Marvel and era. A huge bust, small hands, and no feet, and tiny arms. Do you remember that? Remember that one picture yeah. of Cap? I just, put, I just love the Iron Man armor from, from that series. I'll put that in the show post. Um, all right. <laughs> Let's get into some TV news. That's enough of comics. We've spent almost a half hour just on comics. Let's, uh, let's jump into some TV stuff. There's a lot going on here. First thing, let's go ahead. You know what? Let's just get the Walking Dead stuff out of the way. Yeah, please do. Let's just, Look, you say that, but that let's talk first. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen the season finale for season 10, uh, as well as spoiler alert for Five Worlds years Beyond. Later, finally airs. Yes, <laughs> but I kind of get why now after, after seeing it. Um, I will say I'm going to try and not spoil either of these because they're so new, uh, but I, if I had to rate uh, that season finale, I'd give it an A-. minus. I'd say the overall season's a good B, a solid B. Uh, but that season finale was intense. Uh, there was, there was, there it was, it was action packed. Um, there were casualties. There was returning characters. Uh, in general, it was exciting to watch, and I and it passed the phone test. I didn't pick my phone up once. Although I am going to complain about stupid ass uh, AMC Plus making me sign up for an account in order to watch the thing because they won't play it anywhere else. Uh, until the day later, because they want everyone to sign up for this new service. 
So I now have another streaming service I could care less about. Yeah, I'm just gonna wait for it to pop up on Netflix. I have, I set up a <laughs> reminder that said uh, for uh, for when to cancel it. So I've got five days, but they got Shutter. So you if I signed up just to watch to watch this and uh, to watch the two Walking Dead shows. Well, and they also have Shutter. I'm gonna. Uh, are you? Are you Shutter's hard? not bad. You have Shutter? No, I do not. But I, I I've had it in the past before. There's a lot of originals. Okay, Shudder, for anybody who's unaware, you have to be a horror movie fan to yeah. appreciate Shudder. It's all horror properties. But they, they started doing originals, and I'm very excited to watch some of those. Um, so I might keep it for a little bit, but let's get back on topic. First off, Norman Reedus um, killed it. Um, the way that they brought the end of the Whisper War from the comics but still make it unique enough for the show is pretty good. It sets up... That spinoff for Carol and Daryl, which yeah, but it's still they still next season though, right? It's a bit, but it's a shortened season. It, and apparently, just, Norman Reedus is going around trying to get all the original cast back. There's a good chance that Andrew Lincoln comes back for the final season, but I guess that really depends on what the script is looking like for his movies, like how that fits into it. But I yeah. will say, okay, this will be the only spoiler I give because if you wanna if you wanna try and read what the books are like. They absolutely do a great job of bringing in the New World Order storyline where we meet uh, the armored soldiers that you know are all like for so for anybody who's unaware of how The Walking Dead sort of ends, like before the actual kind of the comic. Yeah, the, how the comic. comic ended. I don't I won't go into the actual end of the comic, but there was a once the whispers are over, they bring in the next big baddies. Mm-hmm. And they're not really that bad. Like, uh uh, it's hard. They're they're a little harder to answer because they're more of a government. So think of the governor, right? Was trying to build something new, and he had the town, and he was a terrible person, but he still ran that town. He was he was like Doctor Doom. Um, That's a good way to put it. Where this is a an entire almost like the government is back, like the 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 world is back to normal. Like they they have a SWAT team that comes out of nowhere with floodlights and helicopters and and they're all heavily oh, armed. Wow. Yeah, it's there is a because remember it's all, the whole book is this ragtag group of survivors finding other settlements and trying to build something out of it, and then the settlement gets destroyed and they have to move on. Then they go to the prison and that gets destroyed. They have to move on and mm-hmm. so they you know, rinse rinse and repeat. So now they come across a group where they don't have to move on. I mean, it's like a little country. Like they are very well funded. They're very well organized. They're very well put together. So that's the How new group. How big is the uh, community? Very big. Very, very, like very big. Bigger than Alexandria. Yes. My God, yes. Oh, wow. It's like all of them together. Huh. It's a very, very big group. So they, in the comics, it's a pretty shocking moment. Then they did not disappoint with the same thing on this one. How they take out the whispers, very true to the comic, but still unique enough where it was, it was awesome and well done. In general, that show, the season finale is worth your time, and I can't wait for this final season. But I will say that I probably have no interest in watching any further is, is World Beyond. Worlds Beyond, that new spinoff show, is just, woof. I, I, want, I wanted to like it. You've heard me on this show multiple times talking about how those trailers were exciting, and they, they were a breath of fresh air, and it was a coming-of-age story, and it just... It does. That doesn't mesh well. It just like, drag, drag. Oh my god! I, I was on my phone like the whole time. I couldn't like. It lost my interest. It does because it's in one of these giant communities. So there are very little times where there are rock walkers or zombies or horror elements or anything like that. It's really just the coming of age story about these these girls who lost their father and they're very cookie cutter characters. Where one is they're like the odd couple where there's the there's the rebel. Right, and then there's the Law and Order, who's all about you know running for class president, <laughs> and you got the one who's you know truant, 
All and they got to work together. And they got some kooky friends who help them along the way. And then you get to like zombies and the, the walkers and it's horrific. Like it's really morbid. And then it goes back to just being, bah, 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 okay. <laughs> All right, now let's get back to the kids and let's see. So, them. was it more just set up for the first episode? It's or? a very set up y. It's to introduce you to all the characters and the premise. And the premise essentially is their father is sent away by the government there to do something important that they they're keep being told that your father's doing these wonderful things. And the father sets up a, a weird system of communication where they, he can text them uh, how he's doing. And he sends them messages every day. Well, they don't hear from him for a while. And then he says the only he message he sends is safety is uh, safety is not sh- not uh, not assured. Oh. And then he sends another message saying he, that he's not it's like things aren't looking good. Yeah, so they dead. decide to go get him. <laughs> so that, that's the premise of the show is them trying to find their father out in the world of, of walkers and the walkers at Sounds this like point. A- they've aged so much. So they're like really, really downtrodden and just decaying and. It sounds like the three ninjas. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I'll Rocky give you that. But like with zombies. We should run. <laughs> we should hide. We should kick their butts. Yeah, that's about right. That's about right. Kicking kick some walker butt. So yeah, uh, I'd say watch the season finale of Walking Dead, but you could skip uh, Worlds Beyond at this point or let a, let a couple more episodes show up because... Uh, uh, I, I enjoyed Fear of the Walking Dead in the beginning way more than I enjoyed that. Um, but you know what? Maybe it's just not my show. Maybe it's just not a show meant for me. Uh, so let's go ahead and let's talk about The Mandalorian. Uh, this will be real quick. But guess who is uh, somewhat confirmed? Who? Rosario Dawson as uh, Ahsoka, as well as, what's his name? Timothy Olfont? Olifont? I can't say it. Gail Oliphant? Oh. <laughs> Timothy Oliphant. So you're talking well, about the hitman. Yeah, they, well, that, he's going to be Rex or Boba Fett. Hopefully both, but probably just Boba Fett. We'll never know. <laughs> They'll be hidden. Well, no. Should be pretty good. No, the, the, well, oh, they're, they're actually going to take. He's going to take his helmet off. Well, the the from what I understand, and look, everything that we got at this point is all leaked, and God only knows if it came from. We got this covered, so you know, take this all with a great assault. But it, apparently, it's going to tie because they want to tie in all the properties together. And there's a book called Aftermath, and in the book Aftermath, there is a character who looks identical to Boba Fett, who plays like the sheriff of Tat of Tatooine. So Tatooine has no ruler anymore because of the Fets being gone uh, and the, and uh, the Empire being gone. So this guy buys all of Boba Fett's armor, and essentially is the sheriff of of so, Mos Eisley in Tatooine. So Boba Fett is dead then. Uh, well, so in this book, in this season two, it's Boba Fett gets out of the Sarlacc pit, and I don't know how they do it. They might do it where the comics, where you know the Sarlacc pit was sentient, and he ended up becoming somewhat friends with it, and kind of tricks it and gets out, and then he gets eaten again. Then he has to like shoot his way out again. So he escapes the Sarlacc pit twice, and as the Sarlacc pit like absorbs you, you like you're meant like you become part of it, which is why it had like a consciousness. Um, but whatever, I don't think they'll do that. It's a little oh, too boy. much. I don't. It's long Star Wars lore. I have a feeling that's not going to play into it but he gets out without his armor and part of the show is him getting his armor back but then that means it would tie into the aftermath book as well as tie into the original series so it's starting to pull everything together as well that having ahsoka and having rex if those two show up connecting to the clone wars now we have a show that really is like the linchpin of all of the modern continuity of star wars so it's kind of it's kind of cool if they Hmm. pull it off Okay. Uh, but this all god only knows what if any of that is true so take everything i just said with a huge grain of salt Sarlacc pit, grain of salt, like a gigantic no, grain of salt. It's Mandalorian, 
I'm excited. Oh, it's going to be great. The, tra- yeah. the trailer looked great. Looked great. Can't wait. Um, all right. What's going on with Loki? Or you want me to just, do you want me to just keep going? Sure. Seeing as how well, you, you put the news I, in for the, okay, I got it. <laughs> I mean, you didn't direct that either me or features. I figured one of you would just start talking because like I've talked for about 36 minutes straight. <laughs> hey, it's your show. <laughs> It's a, well, this this is awkward. <laughs> it's our show. <laughs> I'm your host, Menti, with my co-hosts. So, yeah. Who, your show. <laughs> who are supposed to talk with me. <laughs> so, I, 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 uh, I glanced at this. I didn't really get a chance to, uh, to soak in some of this news. Um, but I, if, if I'm assuming right, we're looking at a, a female version of Loki? Potentially. So Sasha Lane, who is in, uh, what's that new show? The Utop- Amazon. Utopia. Which is really good. I, I'm going to start watching it this weekend. I've only watched the first episode, but it's really good. Utopia on Amazon Prime is, is very good. And she's, she's in that. She looks like she's going to play a major role in that story. Um, worth checking out. But she was talking about, someone asked if she's into comic books. And to sum up her answer is no. And then she <laughs> realizes really. she's about to do a comic book property, and she's like, but this one's good, though. Yeah, backpedaling at its finest. So, yeah, but that's fair. Like, I think we're going to get, with the multiverse and with the history of Loki, I think in this show we're going to get all the different versions of Loki. We'll have Tom Hiddleston, of course, Tom Hiddleston's back. We'll have the female Loki. We might even get the kid Loki as well. I think it should just end with him becoming the female Loki, because at least that keeps Loki in the MCU and it lets Tom Hedelson out of his contract so he can finally go do other things. And then you can always bring him back later. True. But he doesn't stay the female Loki, though. He doesn't, but they can make their own version of it. He was was female Loki for a while. He was the female Loki for like two, three years. So they could keep that going for a bit. I mean, we got Falcon Cap wasn't Falcon Cap for very long. No, like a year and a half, two years max. And we're getting about a year. We're getting Falcon Cap, so and then there's no. I don't think they're bringing back Steve Rogers. No, you know Old Man I mean? Rogers. Nah. I think I think we'll get like the Ultimates like, and reboot the entire MCU. <laughs> uh, Bef- yeah. Before we get that again, so I, I you could have a Lady Loki for a while, and I, if they do it, you know the comics will bring Lady Loki back in a heartbeat. Oh yeah. Oh for sure. Of course. So I, I mean, I get it. it was I think it's a good idea. Though. You don't. I don't. I don't think Loki. I don't, I don't see what purpose it would serve in the comics unless it's just, like, Loki's own series because there's no way you could make him Thor's Uh-oh. nemesis at this point because we're talking about, like, cosmic, like, cosmic all-father Thor. Yeah, but he didn't he, he became Lady Loki after Ragnarok, and that was the body that he, he got awakened yeah. in. Yes. Yeah. So you can have the same thing happen. I mean, the show could literally end with Loki dying and awaking and, uh, and waking up in in Lady Loki's That's body. That's true. But what if it still has Tom Hiddleston's voice? That'd be hilarious. <laughs> that would be hysterical. That would be hysterical. But that's not gonna happen. Well, the, the creepy part was after he was finally able to turn in the comics. He was actually able to finally turn himself back into the male version of Loki and decide to go back to being female. So, so I mean, he you know he digs it. They could do a couple things with that. Um, all right, so in some more casting news, uh, we do have our Kamala Khan, our Miss Marvel for the MCU. Oof, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna do well with this name, but Aman Valani. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that. Sounds good to me. Iman, Iman Valani. Iman Valani. Okay, close. that was close enough. Yeah. Gail, good, good, do that. <laughs> <laughs> that was close. 
not not entirely there. But anyway, um, that's our um, that's our Disney Plus Miss Marvel. That is Kamala and she's Khan. A huge fan of Captain Marvel, which is hysterical. <laughs> um, if for what Baby Huey's referring to, which is weird. <laughs> Baby Huey, like I'd love to see Baby Huey become a stand-up because he would just get up on stage and then just scream a punchline out and then just look at everybody and then explain the joke. <laughs> that's, that, that's Baby Huey's method of comedy. Um, she she gave a two-star review to the original Captain Marvel movie uh, to then become the 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 you know. Well, I mean, I guess the MCU version is not the same. She'll just because there was never a Miss Marvel in the MCU, right? So it's not the same where the Miss Marvel moniker is not going to be as important to Kamala Khan MCU than it is to Kamala Khan in 616. Right, because in the comics she grew up a Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel fan. Right. Or a Carol Danvers fan, basically. So, yeah, how they're going to make her Miss Marvel is going to be interesting. Oh, that's not going to be hard. She just uses the Marvel part of Captain Marvel and just says, oh, I'm not a Captain, maybe Miss Marvel. Okay. Like, you could, that's a throwaway yeah. line. Um, that's a throwaway yeah. line. And to be honest with you, I think causing a separation for Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel in the MCU would probably work better for uh for uh, Kamala Khan's character, just because like I I don't know I've I've glossed over purchasing Captain Marvel so many times. I even have it in a wish list. I'm like, eh, I don't know. It's just. I'm excited for this. I mean, I think she's, I mean, first off, she's going to be, she's got her own TV show and then she's going to start making appearances in the movies. And apparently she might be in Captain Marvel too. So she, she, we might see her sooner rather than later. And it also shows that if she's going to be that connected to the movies, that Loki's going to be more connected. Moon Knight's going to be more connected. That all of the shows Oldie might be Disney. more connected than we think. They're going to be a lot more connected than the, uh, the prior shows were. Well, I'll tell you what, when we get into that little bit of news about how the prior shows can kind of fit into this, we'll talk about that a little bit with Jamie Foxx. I'm sure some of you have seen this already, but we'll get into that the when multiverse. we get to movie news. Oh, my God, baby Huey. Let, let him, let him no. live in the suspense for just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Because he, uh... he wanted to get to the other side. Anybody? No? No, that's why he crossed the road, though. Like the chicken. That's who I'm talking about. Like that's because the other. Okay. All right. Um. Let me let me try another one. <laughs> uh, all right, keep, who's there? Let's because he knock knock. <laughs> let's. But before before we move on, real quick, I do want to say that I I am interested in this show, just for the dynamics between the actual actress portraying Kamala Khan versus the character. Uh, this is going to be her first foray into into acting, as she herself is actually um um. A daughter of, of Muslim refugees, and she's a Canadian native. So, like her, her actual, ah, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, venture into this is not unlike Kamala Khan's first venture into becoming Miss Marvel. So, there's oh, going to cool. be like a lot of, like correlation. Yeah, a lot of correlation and parallels between her actual life and playing this character. Which That's I think cool. is going to be awesome to see on screen. And you know, she looks excited to play the role, which I like. I like I like when actors like are own the role that they're in. Like I, I hate when actors are like, oh, I don't want to just be pigeonheld or known for this one thing. I like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I like the Robert Downey Jr. approach. <laughs> I am Iron. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I mean, and she she looks like 
Kamala. It's Marvel. Yeah, and Kamala. I mean, she. It, it's gonna be. It's a very good casting. The ba- the the boss logic art showing her as Kamala looks oh, yes. looks incredible. He has been killing it the last he like always, month with always. all his pictures. And- always, always. Well, yeah, he's, always. But he's like, never. He's never let you down. No, as he far has as like, graphic like, designers he's been pumping them out lately, and they're all amazing. That's. I mean, look, he's got. He now gets DC and Marvel money. I know. That that dude's set. He's cool. Um, let's get into two little bits of um, uh, Marvel news, and we'll we'll finish off with some boys, and then we'll get into the movies. The boys. Um, so first off, what did you think of that six one six trailer for Disney Plus? Did you see that that docu series coming? I'm interested in this. Saw it. Loved it. I can't wait. I'm very stoked for it. Yes. If you're unaware what we're referring to, uh, 616 is a docu-series on, uh, for anybody unaware, 616 is the the Marvel Universe number. So when you think of the multiverse for Marvel, each each universe has its own number. Uh, 616 is the main Marvel Universe. So when yeah, you how, hear 616, that's what they're referring to. How did we to. get a 616? That's a good question. Like, well, the val- like what is the importance like, of DC, those three numbers? DC, it's Earth Prime right now. Like, it's the main one. We're 616. So... I don't know. Well, there's but why, why is it not Earth One? But Marvel's multiverse is also a lot bigger than DC's. Although that's well, not necessarily no, true with Dark DC... Knight's Metal, because the Dark Multiverse. Well, yeah, because the new they had fifty-two. Like that was their whole thing was fifty-two. Right, universes. it ain't fifty-two anymore. I mean, so they, they've come out and said like uh, the DC multiverse is infinite. So, but I'm just curious how they got the six on six. But that's a whole another side topic. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, but this docuseries is pretty cool. Like it goes into not only the art and uh, and the storytelling of the comics, but it also goes into things like cosplay, um, it, which is interesting. It, it it it's it's a the impact of Marvel, I guess, is what the show really is, which I, I like. I'm stoked. I'll put the the trailer in the the show post. Let us know what you think in the comment section. I'm I'm intrigued on how well this will do because I don't know about everybody else, but I'm kind of I mean I'm, we all know I'm a nerd, but I, I'm a nerd for the the comic related docu uh, documentaries like I love them I loved the uh, we talked about this when we talked about Amazon Prime but uh like the Comic Con documentary um the Chris Claremont documentary yes. um the Hidden World of Comics from Robert Kirkman um the PBS mm-hmm. com- uh, superheroes documentary the three part documentary I mean all of those I just I love them uh, History Channel had that one what was that Secret Identities or something. Um, regardless, they're yeah. all amazing, so I'm excited for this. It's going to come out uh, November, I'm excited th- for- November 30th. Yes, all eight episodes, but I'm, I'm excited for it because, uh, I mean, the correlation of it being the, six, like, the 616, the 616 is actually supposed to be our universe, like the time, like the universe we're currently in, real life, real time. So it showcasing, like, things that are happening in the actual world as it relates to comics are things that would would actually occur in Marvel 616 universe. I can't back this up, but I'm going to refute you on that one. I can't back it up because I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure there is a, what our planet is, our our universe is its own, Mm -hmm. is a different number in, in the Marvel Omniverse. You think so? Because we have superheroes. I'm 90% sure. Um, if anybody's listening and can back me up here, put that in the comment section because I can't, I, I don't, I, I'm so sure I'm right, but I have no proof right now that I'm, <laughs> that I'm right. Um, so we're going to go with it, but I'm pretty sure that's not true. So tell me in the comment section if that's, if I'm right or features is right, or if you have the answer to that or baby Hugh, if you want to look that up while we go over the next bit of news, which is Marvel related, but at the same time, not, um, cause our, it's sorry, our, our reality is earth. Uh, twelve eighteen. There we go. 
Why right. I don't know, but yeah. So the six one six is his own thing. Because remember, we don't have deviants. We don't have the Panther Goddess Bast. We don't. Have, says, we don't have Gaia and Mephisto and all the things that made the universe a thing. We have uh, none of those. Says, I could. Earth I could refute all that and and put them to you in, in real world terms, but I'm not going to do that right now. You could go ahead, but that doesn't change the fact that Marvel has said. <laughs> <laughs> it says, Earth twelve eighteen is designated a destination given to our reality where superheroes and other superpowered beings do not exist. Yep. We have superheroes though. Except for Superboy Prop. Oh look at Phoenix Jones does not count. <laughs> um all right. For well, anybody unaware of Phoenix Jones. Yeah, right. Phoenix Jones is an actual self proclaimed superhero of Seattle. Uh, who had the Phoenix spray, which is just a can of pepper spray, and he would <laughs> run around with a dude with a camera, and he was an MMA fighter, and he and got been arrested a few times. Hasn't he, he got unmasked on the courthouse steps, which I love. <laughs> I love that he had his own supervillain named Rex Velvet. It's a whole thing. It's it's amazing. Rex Velvet, dude. Rex Velvet was my hero. I love that man. Uh, but anyway, let's talk about this weird Netflix news. They are working on a Conan the, Bo- uh, the Barbarian TV series, which, as we know, Marvel has recently been introducing Conan the Barbarian into the Marvel Universe with Ave- the Savage Avengers and his own self-titled book. So would this be a Marvel property? I have no idea. Does it mean- It's really weird, because I thought Marvel owned Conan. I thought but so, too. they're saying that the rights to Conan were owned elsewhere, and Netflix had to reappropriate that? So may- maybe they had the rights for the comics. That must be. Because it wasn't their first Possibly, time doing Conan yeah. books. They've done Conan books in the past. Conan the Barbarian, yeah. this isn't their first go with Conan. It was just interesting that he's now part of the MCU. Like, right. He, he, or not MCU, the, the 616 universe. Because he was in the Savage Avengers Still is. That's super dope. Features is showing me something. Is, are, those, are those Black Panther cufflinks? That's, yes. That's awesome. pretty cool. And a money clip. That's cool. That's very cool. You'll have to take a picture and put that in the show post because we just stopped the whole show for it. Um, it's, I'm sorry. It is cool, though. It is very cool, but I, I want everyone to be in on that conversation. <laughs> but yeah, so be on the lookout of that. It's in, uh, it's in development as we speak. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what they get. I know Netflix has been hurting. They're not hurting, I shouldn't say that. They're just trying very hard to get their MCU, you know what I mean, to get their big show, their big connected piece, which they, for some reason, haven't gotten that franchise content yet. Like, Cobra Kai, really big get for them. Uh, so And Stranger Things. Awesome show, too. Cobra Kai is amazing. Cannot wait for season I thought Lock and Key was big for them, too. It didn't do that well, unfortunately. Unfortunately, It did yeah. well enough what? that it's getting another season, but no, it didn't. None of their comic-related properties, other than the Marvel stuff, has really gone that well. Wow. Stranger Things is still their biggest, uh, I would say. I mean, I'm, look, I don't have numbers to back up what I'm saying. I'm just, this is my, my educated guess. Uh, but I do know that the net lock and key didn't do as well for them as they wanted. Um, but let's move into movies and let's actually just, let's start with the the multiverse because that's probably the most exciting part. Uh, and it has the ramifications of this is pretty huge. So it's been confirmed that Jamie Foxx is going to return as Electro in Spider-Man three in the MCU. That's pretty big news. But is it the Electro from the Amazing Spider-Man? We don't know. He won't be blue. We know that for sure. So Good. he's not going to be the he same. Won't? He won't be blue. It's not. It's not is the actual the- Amazing Spider-Man. It might be. Maybe it is. Here's the thing. He's he teased Jamie Foxx teased the multiverse. He teased uh, the Spider Verse, and we also saw that that Tombs, um, 
is uh, was, was teased in uh, uh, Morbius. Yeah, in Morbius. He shows up in Morbius. So we we know that there's potential that there's legitimately going to be a multiverse uh, with Multiverse of Madness coming out for Doctor Strange, right. with WandaVision, how that affects things. So it's possible that these that the Sony universe is merging with the Spider-Man universe or with the Marvel universe, but in in a broader sense. Like what if what if not only do we get that, but we also start getting some of the Sam Raimi Spider-Man stuff? That would be awesome. Like uh, the the endless possibilities if this is true with the multiverse thing is endless. It's a big deal. I mean, and it's also a race to the multiverse now with the Flash movie. True. I, I don't want this to change that how race, I feel Flash. When, in regards to Sony and handling Spider-Man. I love the Spider-Man video games. I love Sony for everything else. But when it comes to, to, to the movies... Well, I mean, they, have, I mean, look, they all have their good Sony- is in charge was in charge of with uh, homecoming and far from home. Uh, technically, sure, technically. No, they, but still, Sam Raimi Spider Man one and two will uh, will go down in superhero movie stardom. Like that is the, some of the upper echelon of of, of comic book movies, right? Spider Man one and two that they're amazing. Oh yeah, of course. Amazing Spider Man has its moments. It, it is definitely the weakest of the three, but. Andrew Garfield is incredible as Peter Parker. I really do like his. I like him as Spider Man, not as Peter Parker. I liked him as both. Like I liked the edgier Parker where he was Eugene. Like I liked. I liked that Parker. I mean, I felt like some of the things were he forced, was too like a little emo skateboardy. For the me. skateboarding thing was a little much. Like yeah. I feel like why is he? Why is he not cool to them? Like this, this dude just did a 360 flip off, I like skateboards. Uh, off he a loading skateboards. dock. He's cool. He did a 360 flip off a loading dock. The dude can skate. I'm just saying, he goes out in front of that school and just skates a little bit. He's going to get some attention. <laughs> he knew what he was doing. This isn't some kid like who just like, look at my board. No, dude rode. Like he knew what he, like, no, he would have been, he, he would have been different. Uh, he would, especially, I, I that. especially look. how he's talking to the school bully. You know what I mean? Like, it's also not like, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, I completely see why he was a nerdy dude. Tom Holland's Spider-Man, completely see why he's like a nerdy dude who sits alone building the Lego Death Star. Andrew Garfield? Not so much. <laughs> All I have to say yeah, is- Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker was actually kind of cool. He was. <laughs> yeah, and that, but to be fair, that's kind of the downside of his Peter Parker. Yeah, because his Peter Parker was, was just like his Spider-Man, which I expected that of Spider-Man, but not of his Peter Parker. Small knives. Yeah, tiny like, knives. I love the <laughs> Spider-Man. So, it, although he did, he took it. He took he took his his mask off like every thirty seconds. That is true. He was like, hey, "Everyone want to see my face? Get the cameras. Bring them um, around." With this multiverse thing, though, they have to bring in Spider Gwen. Why wouldn't they? Uh, Why you do a multi? You do a Spider Verse movie, and you bring in multi uh, Spider Gwen, just like you did with hell. You give Spider Gwen an origin movie. I want them to keep Spider-Gwen to the Spider-Verse and not make the Spider-Verse. I don't want them to bring the Spider-Verse directly into the MCU because I don't want them to take anything away from the animated movie itself. I think there's room. I think there's room to get Miles in there and room to get uh, Spider-Gwen in there. And I think Spider-Gwen and they have would to bring be back huge Emma. for them. Now, I'm not, I'm not like refuting bringing those characters into the MCU. I'm just saying in, as far as the Spider-Verse goes... Because that's a rabbit hole. It is. In its own. I, and I don't think Marvel has the time 
to build the Spider-Verse while building the rest of the MCU. They don't have to. The MCU Sony is can take still care of that. growing itself. They, but just like Baby Huey's point, they don't need to do that. Sony can take care of building the Spider-Verse. They, Marvel they just, can focus on everything else. It goes through. It, yeah. it would still go through the MCU chain of command. It still needs to get the the Kevin Feige approval. Kevin Feige, yeah. we oh, look. I trust that man to to make sure scripts are tight. Like you know, there's he has a formula, and you know, hate it or love it, the formula works. Yes, and he's going to make sure the formula is is used in any kind of um, you know Sony property to come down the pipeline. Now, I mean, there's rumor that the next Venom movie, Spider Man's only going to make a quick scene. And uh, and carnage isn't going to be that as big of a deal as we thought. That the actual carnage, they'll do maximum carnage and have Venom, Spider-Man teaming up to take on Carnage in the third movie. And that carnage is is not going like he's still probably a big role, but it's not going to be the end all be all thing of the next Venom. Again, this is probably we got this covered. I'm getting this from so take that with a huge grain of salt. But point is, we've seen Spider-Man show up, and not only did we see Spider-Man show up in the Morbius trailer, but we saw original to- uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man's costume. Yeah, in that, that there, there, there was a rumor that that was going to be CGI'd over to be Tom Holland, but we'll see. Even if they keep it the original one, that go that oh, leads yeah. is, But then, how did Tombs get there? And that would well, explain so, why Tombs is doing a completely different thing in that world. Well, the funny part that that actual poster is from the PS4 Spider-Man yeah. game. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's so, a- I mean, look, they can put whatever they want there. Just it needs to come out already. <laughs> like what Morbius and all that? No, it does not. Yes. No, I want to see it. So what? I, they want to make money, <laughs> and Tenet didn't. So theaters aren't doing much right now. That's and why Re- everything got Re- pushed and back. Regal shutting down right now. Yeah, they've nope till next year. They're not doing nope. They're not doing a thing. They're gonna just sit on everything until all this and blows AMC over. AMC will probably be closing in the next few weeks. So, and someone else well, will pick it up. We'll get a lot of mom and pop shop theaters, and maybe the food will get better. Yep. Well, there'll be a day where we go back to the movie theater, but. That'll be a day where home entertainment and movie theaters are completely different, and theaters now have to do other things than just have a Marvel movie to pull you into the seats. True. Which, you know what? I'm, sc- I'm stoked for that. You give me like a whole bunch of different type of movie taverns, where you get diff- mm-hmm. different types of food, different type of experiences with your movie, I'm 100% in. That's amazing. Like, four, like the, uh, the, the 4D theaters that have like the air and the smells and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm all about that. I mean, my my theater by me was the AMC uh, dine-in, which like like a movie tavern. I loved it. So we'll see. I mean, at this point, couldn't like I don't know. I I kind of still dug the idea of like your streaming services, like iTunes or anywhere which you could purchase a movie from. Kind of doing like those new movie releases. You can only rent them. Until like they actually make it available for you to purchase. Yeah, the problem is, is piracy. Piracy for certain movies is just going to be too large. Like the movies that they release, like um, Invisible Man stuff, like that. Those early release ones, they yeah. they are the pirating for them is not going to be as big as something like a Black Widow. The moment somebody releases that, they're going to screen record it, and then that's going to be on torrent sites immediately. Of course. So that's why Bill and Ted was smart. Is Bill and Ted said, here, rent it or buy it, but you can buy it immediately. So they made a lot of money. Bill and Ted probably made the most so far of all these. Well, it's also Bill and Ted, and people want to see it. Well, that's <laughs> We've but, been waiting for so long. But that's important <laughs> because people would. that's something that people would rip off. Like People would easily just torrent that. Oh, yeah, tr- yeah true. So right, but see that's that's what I mean. Like you, you remember when when uh the Invisible Man first came out? I was saying like I want to buy it. I don't want to rent. Right, it. I, right, I got pissed off that it was only up for rent. I was like I, I had just seen the theaters. And I liked it so much. I want to buy it. 
and I couldn't. Uh, well, I have a right. feeling that the the time frame you need to wait between things getting in theaters and things becoming available to purchase is going to be so short now. I think it's gonna be like weeks, if if that, a week, but like at least it leaves that Thursday. It's probably available that next Friday. It'll or take something. the opening opening weekends, maybe the next weekend's numbers, and then after that, here you go, go ahead and buy it. Yeah. And we'll see. Maybe we'll see yeah. we might get to a point where streaming services just pay so much for the rights to it that they just all of a sudden everything ends up on a streaming service. We don't really know what the, this means, especially with theaters closing, like legitimately closing. Like AMC only has a couple yeah. more weeks before they go bankrupt six again. Six weeks, I think it was. That's what I'm saying. Six weeks or six months. It was, it was something and, and not with the, long. And all, all U.S. regals, all U.S. and U.K. regals shutting down? I mean, this is this is the beginning of the end of the movie theater. I mean, Regal's hoping to reopen next year, so we'll see what happens with so, them. So, you know, and, and, and you know what? My my thoughts to the, the, the 40-some thousand uh, Regal employees that, that have recently lost their jobs. Yeah. So, it's, it's, it's horrible. It's hopefully that- It sucks, because I, I miss those people. I do. I, but the, I, you know what? The, with everything, I think the movies is something I miss the most. I never realized how yeah, important no, I, the movie theater was to me. Wait, I used to listen on, on the job. I was saying this to plenty of customers. I was like, the one thing I really want to do the most is just go to a theater. Yeah, I mean, I had the AMC uh, Stubbs uh, thing, so I used to go to. I pay. I was paying fifteen dollars a month for unlimited movies. I was going to the movie theater every weekend. Which begs the question: When are you going to be comfortable to go back to the movies again? Uh, like I don't. I don't even know. I, I'd be okay now. Yeah, I don't know about that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. I'm not. I mean, you 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 get enough people in your family that's. that's I mean, high risk. Uh. Uh-uh. Nope. Yeah. yeah, it's just me. So I'm good. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, like. Well, no, you come over here to record. Like that would be the end of that. You know what I mean? Like you could then give it to me, who then could give it to my mom or my little brother, who are a little bit more higher risk, and that you know that would be detrimental. I'll I'll sit, I'll sit six feet away. <laughs> You're also indoors breathing in my house, but I'll get, okay. I'll get off your lap. <laughs> um, wow, that was a really uncomfortable way to move on. <laughs> uh, all right. You pass it on to the cat, it transforms. How you doing? Okay. Whoa, geez. A uh, couple quick bits of news. D23 Expo's coming back. Thank God. I actually really like D23. It's amazing. I want to go. When is it coming back? Uh, 2022. There's one at all because there's no need for a 2021 since all the movies for 2021 have been or all the movies for 2020 are now 2021 movies, so they have nothing to announce. Right, and and the D23 is also an every other year thing anyway, so so there's no point. So it's good. I mean, it's good that they're they're, they're future thinking and they they. I mean, we know with things like the Eternals and stuff how that that the MCU's got a very bright future. Because they're obviously setting up some crazy stuff to to how, how do you take on the Infinity Gauntlet? How, what's the next step after the Infinity Gauntlet? To be honest, we kept throwing out these other names. We were like, uh, you know, Secret Wars or uh, Annihilation. Sure, wave. whatever. None of them are as big as is Infinity War. True. No. Yeah. I mean, Infinity War still has books, Infinity books coming out to this day. <laughs> yeah, Infinity, although not yeah. as big, it's Infinity is Marvel's um, crisis. Right, exactly, absolutely. And well, how do you how do you make that? How do you top that? The the multiverse and bringing in older properties. Well, you know what I think it is now, which is why the comics have have started really doing a lot of focus on a lot of, uh, you know, either multiversal or universal threats, like major ones, like Null 
coming back, uh, having the Shi'ar and Kree Empire war expand into to the Earth, uh, and even having the X Men become, uh, uh, what's the word, uh, sovereign from the rest of the world, it seems, and having their own place like these, you these can turn into major events that you can do for films. But see, this is why I think the multiverse is such a better idea. Because, okay, remember back when we talked that Marvel reached out to Patrick Stewart to reprise his role as, um, as Professor Professor X, X. and they apparently reached out to Hugh Jackman, who said no, because I feel bad for the dude. Um, (laughs) But that would lead me to believe with the multiverse idea that they just bring the mutants in from the multiverse. They just build off what they already have. Look at the rumor that Charlie Cox got uh, got picked back up for um, uh, Daredevil. Right? What if Charlie Cox gets only hired? Co- only a couple more weeks until Daredevil's officially back. They just change his costume a little bit, and they bring him in from the multiverse, and they just don't talk about the Netflix show. Boom. Daredevil's in the MCU. The one we like, the one we want. We don't need an origin October, story. We could always just go- I see your point. October 31st, we get the rights, he get, uh, Marvel gets the rights back anyway, so- but, but You get my point. Right. The point I'm trying to make is, is that they don't have to worry about the groundwork. They can just jump right into making movies. No origin story necessary. Just pull the X-Men over. I mean, that'll piss off features more than anything else. Could you, could you imagine? Bring over to Fox oh. X-Men? No, thank you. I, I would take some of them. I'll, I'll cherry pick off I that. would cherry pick some of them out. A hundred percent I would cherry pick some bring of them. everybody, no. No, I off top want Marvel to do better than what was laid but out But you can already. see why they reached out to those two. Oh, for sure. For sure, definitely. I mean, Especially with Jamie Foxx. When you think of uh, Professor X, you think of Patrick Stewart right now. So with the the Jamie Foxx news really opens the door to a lot of things. Like there's so many crazy things that can happen. Hell, you could have Lou Ferrigno show up as the Hulk. <laughs> like there's that a lot would, of crazy things you can do. That would be awesome. There's a lot. I mean, think about it. There there's rumor that Tom Cruise shows up as Iron Man, who was originally what at the end what uh, Kevin Feige so wanted you, for uh, for Iron Man, not Robert Downey Jr. If that's true, if he shows up in the Multiverse of Madness. Do you, yeah, in in Doctor Strange, do you think that they're going to do a a love fest a la CW with uh, Crisis? I I think I think if you are going to rip anything off from DC for the movies, that's the one to do. Yeah, you, you, you travel to different worlds quickly, or just flashes into different universes, little cameos, and little cameos. Yeah, have have Ryan Reynolds Deadpool show up. It's funny because I was going to say, aren't Tom Cruise and and RDJ the same height. That's how, and that's how you pull Deadpool in. That's why they're waiting so long for a Deadpool 3. That's why we haven't heard anything about Deadpool 3. And that's why the rumor that he's about to get the biggest MCU contract is because you now pull Deadpool from the Fox universe into the main Marvel universe. You, those movies are now canon to the MCU, and you get the Deadpool we all like and loved, and you don't have to worry about rebooting anything. Correct. It's perfect. Yep. Steal that idea. Take it. Run with it. Take any idea we ever throw out, please. No, no, I'm talking. This would, <laughs> this, this would be the thing that, like, look, Marvel and DC cherry pick stuff from each other all the time, but the methodology on how to make these movies has been the Marvel way for everybody. Everybody's done the Marvel way because it's proven to work. Except DC. DC tried to do something different <laughs> and it didn't. But then all of a sudden they start doing it the Marvel way, giving us origin stories for characters and then making them meet later on. Now it's starting to work again. Right. All of a sudden, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and, and Shazam comes out, right? And it's amazing. Three hits in a row. And then they go, you know what? Let's do this multiverse thing. And they bring in the Joker, doing well. They do the, the, the DC TV stuff with the Arrowverse, mm-hmm. does well. Then Marvel goes, you know what? 
Let's, I like what you're doing let's over there. Let's do that. You go. You <laughs> take our. You take our methodology. We're going to go ahead and take your multiverse idea, and boom. Yeah, of course. Take it. I, of course. I don't blame you at all. Go run with that. Run with that. All right. Um, let's see some quickie news. Um, actually, you know what? That's it for quickie news for movies. Let's talk real quick. Two things for video uh, for extra news one uh warner brothers and spotify are going to be doing a uh, a series of scripted podcasts for batman that's cool very excited for that uh, well they did that with the vet with wolverine uh, and that one did really well so i'll take a, a i love podcasts in the car now so the idea of getting a being able to get uh, a batman a quick batman story on my ride to work yeah i'll yeah. take it it's batman i mean be the first time i ever download spotify <laughs> i'll do it though i mean look i i the the wolverine one was great and it kept it kept going for a while i mean that wolverine podcast went on for a good while um and then the other thing i wanted to talk about briefly uh and this might not be brief but we'll see uh i want to talk about that controversy over the ps5 version of the remastered spider-man because that's everywhere you mean tom holland spider-man essentially <laughs> have you seen that feature you know, uh, do you know, I'm sorry. What was do you that? know what I'm referring to with the controversy with the remake of or the remastering of Spider-Man, the PS4 game? Oh, the the face the the face actor. Yes, sorry, face actor the the digitized guy. It's and not just that they got a whole new actor. Yeah, because he looked more like Tom Holland. I think he looks like a merge of all of the other characters. Both of them. Yeah, and then with specifically with Tom Holland influence. Oh yeah. But he looks so weird and out of place. Like it like they re they redid the 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 uh, motion capture for it. Yeah, it looks it looks weird. Like if they were gonna change they should have changed everybody. And to be very fair, when I looked at the comparison videos between what the PS five does and what the PS4 does, it's not that big of a deal. No. It's just like the far the it's yeah. the far ground rendering and like the graphics look look a little tidier and neat. Well, there's there's more details. There's, like when you look at detail. rooftops, there's yes. you can see like the pipes and stuff. But that's about it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I never expect for like video game adaptations to be exactly like who's in the movie. Like if we play Avengers, Avengers is is, is an awesome game. The characters in there don't look like the characters from the movie. You don't. It don't. It doesn't have to. So their reasoning for even having to do it, though contrived. Like I, I guess I understand the technical aspect behind it, but I again, like what Mincy said, I don't think it was necessary. They didn't have to do it. No, they don't have to do it. No, they don't have to. But like, Sony, Sony controls this game. Sony wants everything to look the same. Sony wants to look like Tom Holland because Tom Holland's in the movies. That's it. it. It's no, it's exactly what it is. It's just an unnecessary and expensive thing that they did. Yes. That makes no sense. And it's weird. Yeah. Like they didn't tell the original actor that he was getting removed. Uh it, it's just, it, I don't know. It's a weird decision to make and it's a it's especially with the the Miles Morales game going to be like that's the thing that everyone cares about why put that extra money into this i don't i don't get it i don't get it i but i'm probably not going to buy a ps5 until they talk about vr anyway so it doesn't matter <laughs> speaking of vr you know the vr is going to be well until they bring it up i don't care um but speaking <laughs> of vr i we uh, we did get a chance to try out the um onslaught the um new walking dead game Looks awesome. It was dope. I loved it. It was a lot of fun. It was. I. I don't want to call it better than the Saints and Sinners game, 
It's not as robust. It's more just like you're in an episode of The Walking Dead. You're scavenging it for supplies. You're trying to build up Alexandria and just don't die. Like it's a time, it's almost like a race against the horde. So what they do is they have a, a meter above your head. So it's very, it plays just like the other VR game, but they have a meter above your head. Um, that's how long you have to hunt for supplies until the horde catches up to you. So you're always racing the horde. Um, so it, it was, it was intense. It was good. I really enjoyed the gameplay and the mechanics and how it works using like the digital knives and guns. I honestly, I had this giant crowbar or no, was it a giant wrench? Giant wrench. It gave me, they gave me some, some, some pushing room to keep, to keep the walkers at bay. <laughs> he, he had that some was length a, that he wasn't used to using. That was a blast. Wow. That was, wow. <laughs> that was the most failed penis joke I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I applaud your attempt, baby Huey. <laughs> You're like, I have so much reach with this. I did have a lot of reach for that thing. And then remember later on, they give you the tiny one, and I'm like, oh, damn it. <laughs> Although he was he was playing uh, Stabby McStabberson with the uh, knife. Oh, that was amazing. So I would literally just, I see walkers, and I this is I, hopefully this is not my fight or flight instinct in real life, because there'd be like about six or seven walkers, and I just floored it. I just ran at them at full speed yeah, with the did. knife and just start stabbing in the head. Like in the eye, in the head. <laughs> immediately. Uh, yeah, there was no duck or cover. Like in the other game, the Saints and Sinners game, I try and avoid them. Because, like, your weapons would break. And this one, I just went flying at them. Like, let's go. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, worth your time. Worth checking out. Uh, but I think I think is that, I think think that's going to do it. Yeah. Menti. Do that thing. Do that thing. You can find the show at Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's at Welcome to Fireside at your social media choice. And as of right now, it seems like it's going to be a Wednesday-only show until we can get back to some sense of, of normalcy. Um, it, it, you know, I apologize for anyone who really, you know, it, like the, the two episodes a week has been important for you. Uh, it's just, it's in, almost impossible to keep this up, uh, just cause we can't get to get uh, together features dealing with his power issues. Baby Huey just moving into his new place is awesome. Kudos. Yeah. And I dolted over the weekend. I bought you, a vacuum. You definitely did. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, Mauer going through what he's going through, uh, with work. It's just, it's it's tough so we want to make sure we at least give you something every week so we we appreciate everyone being flexible while we where we have to be flexible but we'll get back to the to the ski the the normal normalcy at some point with two episodes a week but for right now it's just going to be wednesdays just to till we can get things under control again uh but we appreciate the support uh we appreciate the shares the likes if you've listened to the show alone just that is huge for us so when we the fact that people care still blows my mind so we we appreciate and love everybody who and i hope you're all staying safe and you're protected out there and doing your best and i guess the last thing that every you've heard a million times over from everyone is go vote once again i'm menti i'm huey and i'm features don't forget to check us out on this bus bug give our money or some some <laughs> stuff that we say usually when it's closed bye deuces <laughs> buy things Excelsior. money Clicks. Okay, buy, Likes. Yeah, go go buy a go buy a fireside mask. <laughs> this, this, that's the thing we have now. And you can wear it while you're voting. Yeah, there you go. Wear it <laughs> to the polls. Uh alright. Deuces. Deuces. Excelsior. It's good having you back. <laughs>